Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Bonds, the fortnightly podcast from INR Bonds. I'm Arjun Patsarthi. And in this podcast, we are going to talk to you about how a state elections can affect long-term GSEC yields. And uh, this is specifically to the Karnataka state elections that just got concluded. And why should it have an effect on long-term GSEC yields? Uh, just before we start, if you are a partner, if you are a financial advisor, the best place for you is obviously INR Bonds Partner Portal. See the best bonds available for your clients. Check, select the more with the most information, the best of price discovery, and the CR and uh, uh, the, the the different kinds of bonds that are available for your clients to fit into their portfolios. Log into INR Bonds Partner Portal and see your fixed income assets grow. Coming back to the Karnataka state elections and long-term GSEC yields, right? Now, what is the connection? Why should a state government uh, assembly elections affect long-term GSEC yields? Two things. One is basically uh, the fact that what the elections was won on. And second is how is it going to set the trend for the elections that is going to happen in 2024 for the national elections. Look, and um, so Karnataka state elections, basically, um, I'm not even going into the politics of this, but there was a lot of welfare schemes. And uh, so that appealed to the larger part of the population. Now, if you look at uh, states like Tamil Nadu, Tamil Nadu has been running welfare schemes for a long period of time, setting the trend for other states. And Karnataka followed and saw, uh, and uh, with the uh, uh, party which won the majority, the Congress party, had one of its main agendas as welfare schemes, and that really appealed to the electorate. And so that gained them the victory in this elections. Now, so going into 24 gen, uh, general elections, where uh, now the, 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 the parties will try to vie with each other across the nation now in terms of floating out welfare schemes to the whole uh, population as a whole. And obviously, when you float welfare schemes, uh, it's basically welfare schemes, right? So the funding is done by the state or the government. And uh, this funding has to come from the main sources of income from the government, which is taxes. And uh, also, wherever they're not able to balance the budget, it comes from borrowings, market borrowings. And so the central government borrow, borrows through uh, issue of government bonds, state governments borrows through issue of state government bonds, state development loans. Now, if if we are moving on, if the country is now moving on to a, while, uh, to a so-called welfare state, where uh, elections are now going, uh, welfare schemes are going to be a very high part of elections for both states and central government, then obviously the effect, there are two pronged effect on this. One is that clearly when you have spending happening without any kind of productivity through welfare schemes, you give money to the hands of the electorate and people and they spend. It's basically giving, getting a consumer-driven economy. And in such cases, uh, it has a direct correlation with inflation because spending improves and prices of goods and services rise. Also, uh, it also gives rise to higher cost of labor. And that again increases cost of price of goods and services. And this, uh, this is going to be a continuing trend. Now, whether it's good or bad, I'm not even getting into that. And like I said, it's not, it's not nothing, it's got nothing to do with 
the political aspect of this is just got to the economical aspect and its effect on bond markets as a whole because bond markets clearly uh, determine the rate of interest in the economy and here the particular effect will going to be on government bond yields especially the long term government bond yields because the government is definitely going to borrow more the inflation is going to be uh, it's not going to be well it's not it's going to be very difficult to manage inflation which as a welfare state and uh, so put together it's a it's a very uh, uh, highly uh, uh, highly negative uh, highly negative for long term government bond yields as inflation is going to rise and there is going to be more borrowing at the same time it, uh, there there could be a situation where the where inflation uh, where growth considerations lead to short uh, should lead to the central bank actually not really uh, uh, hiking rates to um, uh, to st to stabilize long term inflation expectations especially if current inflation expectations are lower than what they foresee or what the uh, or what they or they cannot really pinpoint what are the long term inflation expectations so put together with high liquidity which is given by central banks to promote growth the high uh, uh, spending by the governments both state and the central government and the high borrowing long term government bond yields are set to rise on a longer term basis so hence what it mean for in investors uh, wealth advisors and wealth managers who are allocating fixed income for their clients clearly one is um, it's always better to be shorter term and uh, get get the benefits of short term accruals on bonds and uh, take uh, taken the current uh, taken the uh, the the regular coupons that are coming through and the lower maturities and uh, uh, keep keep reinvesting if is as as uh, as far as uh, given that long term inflation expectations are going to rise going forward unless the government sees that you know it is um, it is getting out of hand and they have to control the fiscal deficit and the subsidies but um, in the next one and a half years leading up to the next one year leading up to the 24 elections it does look like there's going to be a lot of uh, schemes that are going to be floated by the central government and also the election plan could be more in terms of the social welfare schemes so if we are actually if we could actually be also if if this is going to be the theme of the elections then clearly it's going to be really negative for long term government bond deals so that's where it is and just um, uh, 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 just had, uh, on the risk factors of investing in bonds obviously you have price risk which is prices can go up and down you have a credit risk uh, bonds can default if the credit credit quality worsens and liquidity risk that bonds cannot be sold so investors have to be aware of all the risks and best best is to consult financial advisors on investments in bonds and um, uh, do not do follow us on all podcast channels and do not forget to download our app quick invest by inr bonds for the best curated list on bonds of bonds on offer for uh, helping financial advisors and investors to navigate this kind of scenarios where uh, for fixed income invest uh, especially for fixed income which plays a very large part in investors portfolio thank you very much for listening in